Hi, this is K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. On today's episode, I'll be detailing an episode-by-episode overview of the anime series Inuyasha, The Final Act. Episode 1, Naraku's Heart. Kagura and Hakodoshi devise a plan to overthrow Naraku. Inuyasha follows Kagome to school and breaks her concentration while she attempts to complete her exams. Hakodoshi steals Kagome's last jewel shard. Elsewhere, his experimental demon Moriyomaru attempts to steal Koga's jewel shards, but Kikyo saves him. Kohaku saves a boy from sharing a similar fate as him when he's possessed by a demon and tries to kill his father. And then Kagura tries to kill Kohaku for his jewel shard. While Kagura and Kohaku openly discuss their plans, Naraku listens to their betrayal through Kana's mirror. Kagura spares Kohaku's life, allowing him to keep his shard, but betrays Naraku and Hagodoshi in the process. It's revealed that the same temple leader who was possessed by a demon and the gang believed has died is actually Moriomaru in disguise. It is now in possession of a jewel shard. Kagura escapes with her life, while Hagodoshi is captured by Miroku's wind tunnel. Kohaku informs Sango he remembers slaughtering their father and comrades, but can't be with her until he repents by killing Naraku. Episode 2, Kagura's Win Sango and Kohaku return to the graves of the people he killed to pay homage. Inuyasha follows a soul collector while monitoring Miniroku's gravesite. Kikyo stole her soul in order to manage her health since the wounds Naraku inflicted upon her are reopening. Koga attempts to take an ancient magical artifact passed down to demon wolf tribe leaders in order to avenge his fallen comrades. When he is challenged by a guardian and his brothers are in danger, he abandons the artifact to save them. The souls of past leaders give the artifact to him for his bravery and loyalty to his brothers. Naraku gave Kagura her heart and her freedom, but inflicted wounds around her heart full of poisonous miasma. Shishomaru cracks Moriyomaru's supposedly impenetrable shell after he attempts to absorb Shishomaru's demonic power at every attack. Shishomaru watches Kagura as she finally succumbs to her injuries. She's glad when she sees him off. When she when he sees her off, I should say. Sorry about this kind of kind of little bit of tongue twister there. The gang smell her blood in the wind and race after her, but miss her passing. Shishomaru informs them she was smiling when they asked if she suffered. Episode 3, Meidu Sungetuha. Totosa has come to retrieve the Tensega from Shishomaru to reforge it so it can now be used as a weapon. It's reacting to Shishomaru's compassion for another being after Kagura's death. Sango. Miroku and Kaede discuss Kohaku's fate if they have to complete the Shikon Jewel in order to purify it and destroy Naraku. Kagome's difficulty to stutter, study for her entry exams continues. Fox demons bewitch and play tricks on the gang several times when they encounter the promotion exams in the Demon's Inn where they're staying at. Shippo enjoys tormenting Inuyasha to climb the ranks. Shibo is seduced by a demon to help her absorb demonic energy in order to achieve to avenge her father. It's another trick. Inuyasha easily breaks through the demon's disguise, 
breaks their sword and banishes the demon from sight. Shishomaru's Tenseiga can now cut through into the underworld and instantly send demons there. He can revive souls from the underworld and send them there. It's called a Meiru Sengetuha technique. Episode 4, Dragon Scaled Tetsaiga. Inuyasha is warned about a blacksmith who's absorbing demonic energy into his sword. He goes for the Tetsaiga, but all of the energy absorbed into his sword is passed onto him in order to preserve the blade, but the possessed blacksmith dies in the process. Koga is attacked by a wolf demon child for his jewel shards. However, the boy retreats by sunset with Koga in tow. Koga smells Naraku's new incarnation who gave the boy his jewel shard and kidnapped his brother. Moriyomaru steals the shard from the boy and then goes for Koga when Inuyasha intercepts and saves him. A battle ensues between the three of them. Koga and Inuyasha's attacks crack the shell once more but don't break it entirely. The attacks are too much for the Tetsaiga, forcing Inuyasha away from continuing his attacks. Anyone would kill him because the Tetsaiga couldn't absorb more energy. He would have shared the same fate as the blacksmith he recently fought. Episode 5, The Great Holy Demon Spirits Test Kohaku proposes to Kikyo to use his jewel shard when needed in order to defeat Naraku, even if that means he'll die from the loss of it. Totosai advises Inuyasha to train under the great demon spirit in order to become stronger and will to Tetsaiga. Shishomaru tests Meido Tsungetoha on Moriomaru, but the demon flees at the sight of Shishomaru's attack. When Inuyasha seeks out his new mentor, the demon hermit declines his offer for help since he's incapacitated himself. Inuyasha must find the demon who stole the hermit's organs full of demonic energy before he can seek guidance from him. However, the entire encounter was an illusion set by the demon spirit mentor to teach him how to spot demon vortexes before striking with the dragon scale Tetsaiga. Also, the Tetsaiga cannot only absorb demonic energy, but can also cut through it. The demon spirit doesn't want Inuyasha of Tetsaiga's last form that he has to learn on his own when the time comes. Episode 6, The End of Moriomaru. Naraku reanimates a demonic tree with a jewel shard after breaking its spiritual seal and then absorbs its energy. Kikyo warns Koga to get rid of his jewel shards before they're disabled during battle, causing his death. Moriomaru absorbs Naraku goes after Koga and Kohaku's jewel shards. Kagome persuades Kikyo to wait before she uses Kohaku's jewel shard, inevitably killing him. Inuyasha and Koga team up to take down Moriomaru, but it isn't enough. Naraku didn't die from the absorption. He consumes Moriomaru from the inside, including his heart once more, although it's still protected by the barrier. When Kogo is overpowered and captured by Naraku, his wolf demon tribe ancestors protect him and allow him to escape before his body is dissolved, leaving the jewel shards behind. Miroko overextended his use of the wind tunnel in an attempt to suck in Naraku, but the toxic miasma nearly kills him, allowing Naraku to escape. Episode 7, Mausoleum of Mount Azua. Naraku sets a plan in motion 
to contaminate Kagome's heart with negative feelings toward Kikyo and Inuyasha. Kagome sets out to a mausoleum to help Kikyo before she succumbs to her wounds. Inuyasha and Kikyo set out to find Kohaku before his jewel shard is tainted and taken from him by Naraku. Shishamaru intervenes in Kohaku's death and takes him with him. Kagome speaks her truth about her feelings toward Kikyo and Inuyasha. She frees herself from Naraku's webs and her own self-doubt with the sacred bow and toe to save Kikyo. Episode 8 among the Twinkling Stars, Naraku captures Kikyo along with the others, including Koga. Inuyasha returns with Kagome and the bow she needs to help Kikyo. The gang believes the Shikon Jewels is hidden inside of Naraku, so Koga allows himself to be captured when Inuyasha cuts through Naraku's vortex, but it's a trap since Kikyo stole the jewel before she fell. Naraku's demonic power overcomes Kagome and Kikyo's purification of the jewel. He's also stolen Koga's shards, leaving Kohaku's shard as the last one before completion. Kikyo makes peace with Inuyasha, Kagome, and Kayede before her soul finally passes on. Episode 9, Shishomaru in the Underworld Shishomaru pays a visit to his mother to discuss the Tenseiga. Koga leaves the gang since he feels useless without his jewel shards. Shishomaru's mother warns Jaken, her son, Kohaku and Ren cannot return from the underworld once they go through. Kohaku alerts Shishomaru Ren isn't breathing and there are no millions of the underworld to take her soul either. Although Shishomaru cuts down the guardian of the underworld, Ren couldn't be revived since the Tensega can only revive someone once. In order for Shishomaru to perfect his Meidou Sungetsuwa technique, he had to learn compassion. But a loved one has to die in the process. That would be Ren. Shishomaru's mother revives Ren with her own maidu gifted by her late husband. Episode 10, Flowers Drenched in Sadness. Kana mourns her twin incarnation, Kagura. Inuyasha's constant complaining and restlessness is his way of coping with Kikyo's death. Miroko warns Inuyasha this flower demon they encounter feeds off pain and sorrow in people's soul. He also gives Kagome beads of demon repulsion before she runs off to help Inuyasha as he battles the flower prince. Inuyasha breaks free from the flower prince's dream possession by Kagome's presence. She shoots several arrows into the barrier between them. The demon attempts to feed on her own sorrow, but she manages to kill him. Inuyasha confides in Kagome about his trouble in processing his feelings. He was so caught up in how he felt he didn't realize her suffering as well. Connor lures the gang into a trap with a mirror demon that reflects, attacks, and steals demonic energy. Episode 11, Connor's Gravestone. The Tetsaika is an empty shell after Connor's mirror puppet steals all of its demonic energy. Inuyasha's demon side takes over when it senses him in danger, also providing demonic energy to the dormant Tetsaika. Kana is absorbing the injuries inflicted on her mirror puppet. Inuyasha returns to his half-demon self after he cuts through the Tetsaiga replica and restores his original blade. Kana disobeys Naraku's order by remaining still when he detonated her. With her last breath, Kana telepathically warns Kagome the light in the Shikon Jewel in Naraku. Episode 12, Sango's Feelings, Miroku's Resolve. 
Songo and Miroku battle a bone demon on their own during a new moon. Miroku foolishly uses his wind tunnel to save him and Songo, but is too weak to fight off the poison long enough. Songo forfeits her prize boomerang, but applies a chemical that dissolves it before striking the bone demon, killing it as well. A master of potions agrees to fix her weapon, but he instructs her to slay certain demons in order for the poison on her boomerang to transform into a remedy. Unbeknownst to Songo, she needs the forgiveness of the demon slain to craft her boomerang in order to figuratively defeat the demons. Inuyasha disagrees with Miroku drinking the poison that will remove all pain from his use of the wind tunnel or any miasma he sucks in. He feels Miroku will frequently use it without precaution and quicken his death. Miroku swears to him he won't, only if the situation is life or death. Songo's feelings and Miroku's resolve are intertwined, connecting their poisons. One couldn't transform into a remedy without the other. Episode 13, A Complete Mado. Shishamaru follows a mysterious child who says she can help him better understand his Tensega. It's a trap set by his father's former foe. He claims the dog demon's father stole the Meido Sungesaha technique from him. The Tensega and the Tensega were once one complete sword was split into two by the brother's father. Shishinsky mocks Shishomaru because he was passed over in fair favor of Inuyasha for the Tetsaiga. Miyoga reveals to Shishomaru his father intentionally gifted him the Tensega because he believed him the stronger demon over Inuyasha and he could handle the demonic power of the Tensega better than Inuyasha ever could. Shishomaru is able to form a complete Meido Sugetsuha circle with the Tensega alongside the Tetsaiga. He works out that the technique only worked because his sword's twin was nearby. Episode 14, In Pursuit of Naraku. Naraku comes to collect the last jewel shard from Kohaku, but he's protected by a mysterious light surrounding the shard and is able to escape. Totosai warns Shishomaru to remove his attachments to the Tensaiga and a supposed worth over Tetsaiga. Naraku's demonic energy continues to defile Kohaku's jewel shard. He also manipulates Kohaku to cut off his own head so he can get the shard in his neck. Songo intercepts his plan, stopping Kohaku from killing himself and actually causes harm to Naraku with her newly restored boomerang. It can draw and destroy demonic energy. Naraku flees when his body doesn't regenerate as usual. Songo, Kagome, and Ren warn Kohaku to protect Kikyo's purified protection she gave his shard. He must understand Oraku manipulates him because he's weak of heart and strength. Attempting to fight him alone will accomplish nothing if he can't resist Naraku's power. Episode 15, Shrew Air. Shishomaru challenges Inuyasha to a duel, knowing it's a trap set by Naraku. He was gifted a fragment of Kana's mirror to steal the Tesaika's demonic energy. Shishomaru demands Inuyasha Prove to him he's a true heir to the Tetsaiga over him. Shishomaru intentionally cuts his Tensega in half in order for Inuyasha's Tetsaiga to gain his Meido Sungetoha when he witnesses Naraku's interference via Kana's mirror. Inuyasha uses his new technique to escape the underworld with Shishomaru. Episode 16, Hitomiko's Barrier. Hitomiko is a priestess whose spiritual power rivals Kikyo. 
Naraku attacked her once as a child and again as an adult when he finally killed her. After she dies, Naraku takes control of her body and orders her to kill Kagome. Kagome wants to save Hitomiko's soul, but can't if she shoots her and will corrupt her own soul as well in the process. Kagome unleashes the spiritual power of the bow intended for Kikyo, saving Hitomiko's soul and striking Naraku. Episode 17, Makasuhi's Evil Will. Multiple demons heard Shishomaru has lost his weapon and have come to challenge him and then take Kohaku for his jewel shard. The evil will of the demons stored inside of the Shikon jewel are known as the Makatsuhi, the ones who have sealed Kagome's spiritual powers from his true potential. Makatsuhi is released from the Shikon jewel by Naraku in order to get rid of the sacred light from within by killing Kagome. Shishomaru's pride won't allow him help from Inuyasha, but he sacrifices himself by fighting Makasuhi alone and saving the group from further injury. After he is captured and believed dead, Shishomaru frees himself with a new arm and a sword Boxega. Anything the blade strikes through will spread to whatever it's connected to. He gained a new arm and sword because he finally released his obsession with the Tetsaiga in trying to prove he's worthy of his father's heirlooms. Episode 18, The Day of Days. Makasuhi did something to Kagome's spiritual powers. She can no longer purify Kohaku's jewel shard after it's been defiled. Shishomaru leaves Kohaku, Ren, and Jakun behind in Kaede's village while he searches for Makasuhi since he's the only one who can defeat him with his Tenseiga. Kagome returns home for her entrance exams to an empty house because her family went on vacation. Inuyasha suggests Kagome should stay home until the battle of with Naraku is over. Kagome understands his concerns, but insists on staying with them. She wants to see this through. After 10 days, Inuyasha returns to retrieve Kagome, but it's the same day as her entrance exams. She insists he leave her alone, but with his help, she's able to retrieve her lost bag and get to the exams on time. Her mother also gets there in time to give Kagome her ticket she left behind. Episode 19, Kohaku Shard. While Inuyasha and Kagome remain in the present, Kaede's village is under attack by Makasui for Kohaku's jewel shard. Shishomaru thought he cut him down, but he's only an illusion. Makasui takes over Kohaku's body in order to take him to Naraku. Kohaku relives his betrayal to his family and comrades repeatedly while Makasui controls his body, waking him up would break his soul. Kikyo's light and Kohaku's shard protects and motivates him to regain his body autonomy away from Makasui. He then forces Makasui out of his body by leaping into a deep cavern. Episode 20, When the Jewel is Whole, Shomu arrives and strikes Makasui but doesn't kill him. When they all attempt to return to Kaede's village, Naraku captures Kagome in exchange for Kohaku's shard. Kohaku intentionally goes with Naraku in exchange for Kagome. Although Naraku doesn't immediately release Kagome, Kohaku managed to retrieve one of her arrows and attempts to penetrate Naraku's impenetrable shell protecting the Shikon jewel aided by Kikyo's sacred light. Kohaku's Redemption is short-lived when Naraku finally steals the shard from his neck, completing the Shikon jewel. The demonic aura poisoning Miroku was released from his body when Shishomaru cut Makasui down. Makasui takes a new form and then possesses and kidnaps Ren. 
Although Naraku has a whole jewel, Kohaku lived because Kikyo's sacred light remained in his body rather than with the jewel shard. Episode 21, Inside Naraku, Kagome manages to graduate onto high school. The gang, including Shishomaru, willfully entered Naraku's body after he transformed into a gigantic spider. By this point, he appears to have consumed the completed Shikon jewel and Rin. The Shikon jewel desires their souls since they are full of darkness and hatred for him. The same emotions that tainted the jewel with every battle against Naraku. Kagome figures Naraku hasn't completely absorbed the Shikon jewel, so she and Inuyasha set out to destroy it. But the closer they get to it, Inuyasha becomes more feral and attacks Kagome. Episode 22, Naraku, Trap of Darkness. Naraku attempts to distract and traumatize Hongo with Miroku's worst memory. Inuyasha returns to his half-demon form and fears he killed Kagome. Naraku rids him of his human emotions to make him full demon again. Kagome joins Shishomaru in search for Ren. Instead, they find Makasui in possession of a full demon Inuyasha. Inuyasha fights against Makasui's control of his body and uses his dragon scale Tetsaika to force him out. Shishomaru follows through with his Tensega and banishes Makasui for good. Episode 23, Naraku Trap of Light. Kagome's spiritual powers return to her and the sacred light returns to the Shikon Jewel. Naraku lures everyone inside of him to the light. Naraku manipulates Miroku and Sango into harming themselves and others in order to save the other. As long as Naraku's illusion is active, no one can break his hypnotic spell and stop them. Naraku has his reincarnation capture some of the Meidou's and Getuha for himself, assuring him the end is near. Episode 24, Naraku's Uncertain Wish. Sango and Kirara succumb to Naraku's deadly miasma. When she falls through a deep cavern in Naraku's body, Miroku leaps after her. They comfort one another, but as their love grows stronger, so does their sorrow and despair, further tainting the Shikon Jewel. Kagome demands to know what Naraku wishes to achieve now that he has a whole Shikon Jewel, but has yet to absorb it completely. He destroys love and friendship every chance he gets because he doesn't understand these bonds between people and other living beings. Inuyasha perfects the Meidou Sengetsuha as it evolves into blades and pierces through Naraku unlike before. Naraku's reincarnation cuts Kagome with the Meidou Sengetsuha he stole to an unknown effect on her. Everyone is safe and able to fight as they surround Naraku one last time. Episode 25, Thoughts Fall Short. Naraku ultimately absorbs the whole Shikon Jewel and withstands multiple attacks from the group in order to destroy Kikyo's village below. Kagome's arrow pierced through the jewel, purifying it and destroying Naraku once and for all. However, it granted his last wish of taking Kagome to the underworld after she was cut with the Meidou Sengetsuha. Inuyasha uses the same technique to search for Kagome after the sacred well disappeared on either side of the realm. Kagome is living in an illusion where her life in the feudal era never happened, but touching the sacred tree outside her house triggers her memories. She's actually inside the Shikon Jewel, not the underworld as expected by Inuyasha. 
He rushes to her side so she can't be tricked by the jewel if she wishes upon it. Episode 26, Toward Tomorrow. The demons inside the jewel taunt Inuyasha with Kagome's true fate of battling within the jewel with them and Naraku for all eternity. Inuyasha persists through the demons in search of Kagome. She hears him shout for her and waits for him before making her wish for the Shikon jewel to disappear forever. Fast forward three years later, Songo and Miroku are on the third child while Kagome returns to the present to finish her education since the sacred well won't reopen. On the day of her high school graduation, Kagome makes a wish upon the well to see Inuyasha and it reopens for her to the site of the sky back in the feudal era in Inuyasha. Shippo trains with the Fox Demon Academy. Kohaku ventures off on his own demon-slaying missions to help struggling villages. Ren stays with Kaede until she makes her decision whether or not to rejoin Shishomaru and Jaken. And Gagome married Inuyasha as she studies under Jinenji harvesting for herbs and performing exorcisms with Kaede. So, there you have it. This has been an overview of the anime series in Yasha the Final Act and that completes the entire original series but don't worry if you want more in Yasha I'll be reciting another overview of the sequel series Yashaim. I, I think that's how you pronounce it I haven't actually seen the show it might be Yasha him or Yasha Hami I'm not really sure how you pronounce it but Yasha him princess half demon until then I'm KS Garner and you've been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Thank you.